All right. We are talking about what's the adult equivalent to getting picked last in gym class? Yeah, basically, when do you feel embarrassed or at your lowest as an adult? 603-749-0975. W-O-K-Q, who's this? Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning. How are you? I'm well. I'm curious what you're going to say. What's the adult equivalent of being picked last in gym class? For me, it's when your friend calls and says, hey, I have tickets to this event tonight, and so-and-so just backed out. Can you fill in for me? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, why wouldn't you pick me in the first place, damn it? If you picked me first, you wouldn't have anybody backing out. Right. That is so damn funny. When I went to Morgan Wallen, I called my mom to bring her because my wife couldn't go and immediately, oh, I see I'm the backup. Yeah. And I was like, just be appreciative, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll go, but... <laughs> yeah, but you have to make it known that you know that you weren't the first We're pick. coming back right, in, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, that is such a good example. I love that you said that. Hey, let's put you on hold and take down your number and put you, on the, put you in the running for these tickets, okay? Sounds great, thank you. Good morning, Tyler. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, Tyler. Hey. How you doing, man? Good, and yourself? Good. So you must have a good answer for this because this is kind of a creative one. What's the adult equivalent to getting picked last in gym class? Come on, Tyler. So when your kid is graduating from high school or college and nobody claps for them. (gasps) Oh, man. Mm. Yeah. It's like a kick in the shorts. Wait, Tyler, if you don't mind me asking, did that happen? No. <laughs> okay, but good. if it did happen, it'd be really. I've sad. seen it happen too many times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Because I mean, do you start looking onto yourself as a parent? Like, did I do wrong? Do they have enough friends? Like, I feel like you're just taking on guilt. Exactly, because you're always going to worry about your kids. But then at the end of the day, you're just thinking back. You're like, oof, that's got a sting for yourself. Yeah, because there's always a bunch of people in the in the crowd. Like, there's certain. Uh, graduates who have like this whole posse, right? right? That are cheering yeah, for them. Yeah, they go nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, that's definitely one thing of parenting that I guess I didn't even think of, which is that not only do you have your own goals and aspirations, your own embarrassment, etc., but then if your kids have embarrassment, you have embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like, you have feelings through them. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, here's here, here's another example. I, I just thought of this. So I was the parent for a varsity goalie and when he gets he gets a shout out or stops every puck, you are the hero. He's the hero. When he misses a goal, mm. oh my gosh, mm. I, I, you feel like every, all eyes are on you as a parent. Like I can't believe your kid did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really good example too. If your mm-hmm. kid embarrasses themselves in sports, mm-hmm. like you're putting your head down. I disown you, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Thanks so much for the call, man. Let's put you on hold and put you in the running for these Hank Williams Jr. tickets. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Hold on. WOKQ. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Mike from North Berwick. All right, man. So, what's the adult equivalent of being picked last in gym class? I would say when all your coworkers go out for work after drinks and don't invite you. Yep. Uh, that is, that is such that. a good one. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know what to say because, yeah, that's that's the worst because you have to see them. You know, if you're going out on the, on the weekend, then Monday morning you see them. Everybody's telling the same stories mm-hmm. and you're just standing there, you know, twiddling your thumbs like an idiot. Going, well, yeah, what did I miss? What am I missing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, office stuff is kind of, that stuff's kind of tricky. It is tricky because, and then you can find out, you know, certain circles are hanging out together and it's like, well, okay, 
Why am I excluded? Right. You know? And you spend eight hours a day with them. You spend 40 hours a week with them. Mm -hmm. Boy, it sometimes tells a lot. Very telling. Yeah, that's a really good example, man. Hey, let's put you on hold and take down your number and put you in the running for these Hank Williams Jr. tickets, okay? Sounds good, guys. Thank you. All right. Hold on. Number one for New Country, 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning, Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Well, we're working on the 6 o'clock hour. I and sesame seeds all in my computer. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been eating? This is what this is what it's like to, to work or, or honestly even just like hang out with me. I will blurt out whatever <laughs> comes to my mind. It's from my bagel. What you listening don't know is after the show, every single day I make the exact same breakfast sandwich, which is three eggs scrambled with little pieces of bacon on an everything or a sesame bagel. Any hoosers. Sesame seeds. You see this, Ginny? I see that. They're all in the cracks of my keyboard. I could probably shake my laptop and I could have enough sesame seeds to put on a bagel. This tells me, and I'm no psychic or anything, yeah. but you were eating over your keyboard. Yeah, yeah obviously. It's <laughs> so stupid. That was hilarious. That is exactly what happened. Let's get to the mind bender. Uh, what are we playing for today, Ginny? Uh, it is a $25 gift card to Temple Street Diner in Nashua. That's going to be a fun show today. Here's your question. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. What do you think it is? Hmm. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. 603-749-0975. One more time. 603-749-09. Good morning, Stephanie. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Is it? Uh, are you driving? Is it raining where you are? little bit. <laughs> okay, then you are not where I was this morning because yeah. it was pissing down. <laughs> it was coming down so hard I wore the wrong shoes. My feet are all wet. Me and, too. <laughs> yeah, she me too. too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Stephanie, let's do the mind bender. That's why you're here. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. I'm going to say their <laughs> wedding anniversary. Oh, no chance I know that. That's a good guess. That's a really good guess, yeah. Stephanie. It is not the answer, but I love the guess. I feel like okay. we always used to know that. Like, like, like. I feel like we used to know, and now nobody knows because our grandparents, I think, are older because we're having kids older. That's just my take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Stephanie, for the call. I'll try again. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Bye, you Stephanie. Too. You too. Good morning, Dalton. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning. The side of Jenny. Good morning. So, one in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. What is it, man? Is it their middle name. A middle name is also a really good guess. Uh, not the answer, though. Not the answer. Okay. Hang up. Try again. Bye, Dalton. Thank you. Same man. Okay, Q, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Who's this? This is Peter from Hopkinson. All right, Peter. So one in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. It's not their middle name, and it's not their anniversary. What do you got? How about their grandmother's maiden name? A maiden name. Yeah, that's a really good guess, too. So many good guesses today. Not quite the answer, though, Peter. Awesome. Have a wonderful rainy day. You too, man. Enjoy it. Drive safe. Yeah, be safe. Thanks, Peter. Bye-bye. So many good guesses, but we're just not quite there. You know what time it is. Hint o'clock. Here's your question. (laughs) One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. Here's your hint. Most grandparents are retired by the time you're old enough to even wonder this. That's it. That's your hint. They're retired. So you Mm -hmm. got no clue. Okay. Mm -hmm. 603-749-0975. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. 603-7. Okay, Q. And now we get back to looking for a correct answer for the mind bender this morning. Good morning, Kim. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning. Good morning, Kim. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good, how are you? We're good. I'm doing good. 
good. All right, Kim. So one in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. What is it? Uh, the year they were born. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. It's not the answer, Kim. Accurate, but right, not the right guess. guess. Bye, Thanks. Kim. Thanks, Kim. Bye. WOKQ, who's this? Morning. Hey, who's this? It's not Dalton. It's not Dalton? No. That mean it, does that mean it is Dalton? <laughs> no, it's Dustin. I called a minute ago. You called me Dalton on the air. Oh, Dustin. Okay, Dustin. You got a guess for us, Dustin? I do. It's, um, I say it's their age. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. Their age is a good guess, but it's not the answer, man. Oh, man, twice. Okay, thank you. See you, Dusty. Bye, Dustin. Yep, bye. Okay, Q, who's this? This is Christine. One in nine people don't know this about their grandparents. What is it? What their occupation was. Bingo. Yay. That's it. <laughs> nice job, Christine. You win a $25 gift certificate to Temple Street Diner in Nashua. Great. Thank you. All because you didn't know what your grandparents did for a living. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are the one in the nine, or better yet, the eight of the nine. Doesn't matter. You're getting a gift card anyway. Thanks so much for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. You guys do. You feeling good? Jump the gun a little bit. What the heck was that, Jindog? I missed a beat. A little excited. That's all it was. I just missed a beat. But I'm not going to miss a beat with these stories because they're pretty good. All right. There's this letter that was mailed in 1943. 1943. To comfort the Georges after the lo- they, they lost their daughter. Whoa. So it was a sympathy letter okay. uh, to comfort them. It was finally delivered. Well, let's see. 43, 53, 63, 73, 83, 93. How many? 70 years uh, I, later? You know what? You could have done this math in between the songs, Jenny. <laughs> but I didn't. That's a lot of years. So it was finally delivered. And uh, they only had two surviving children left. So it was delivered to them. The post service explained that... Generally, old letters, they get re-entered into the system when they find them. Really? But, like, how does that work? Like, does the letter Where get Where has it been for 60 exactly. years? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But anyway, uh, kind of a cool story there. At least they got their letter. This is a local story. A truly dedicated community of Peloton enthusiasts known as the Wicked Smart Zone continued their tradition of January tipping servers in Massachusetts. Yep. This is not the same group that we talked about last week. It's a different tipping group. Totally different group. This is the Peloton people. All right, Peloton peeps, what do you do? What'd so you do? they went uh, to the North Shore this time, and they enjoyed breakfast at Red's Kitchen and Tavern in Peabody. Okay. Yeah. And the group put together $7,200 oh they gave to it as a tip to two of the waitresses there. The servers were totally caught off guard, and they kept saying, no, stop it. No, are you kidding Yeah, us, it makes perfect right? sense. But they did. Not the first time. It seems to be a tradition for this group every January. They go somewhere in Massachusetts and do something crazy like a huge tip. That's awesome. So kudos to them. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOK. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hookset, New Hampshire. So, big news for Boston Calling fans. If you haven't been, this is like a three-day music festival. They get artists from all types of genres. It's a really cool event that takes place in Massachusetts. This year's headliner is going to be Ed Sheeran. Jeannie and I were just talking about about this uh, offline. 
If you haven't seen Ed Sheeran live, it will blow your mind. His ability to entertain a crowd, but also play every instrument that his song requires and loop it in together. He's amazing. Wow. Other people at Boston calling this year is going to be The Killers, Megan The Stallion, Hosier, and Tyler Childers. Let's talk about him Ugh, because him. there's a little bit of drama going on mm-hmm. because Zach Bryan. All right, let's back this up. Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers, I think, are really similar. They both have bluegrassy, raw, folky country music. They have an enormous fan base, but they don't get played on country radio often. Now, Tyler Childers. We're playing both of those songs, by the way. Say again? We're playing both of those artists. We, we are. Okay. We are. But I'm, they don't I'm get just a lot saying of acro- right. across other country stations yeah. on country airplay. So, for example, Tyler Childers' song, In Your Love, is finally getting traction on country radio airplay for the first time. So it's the first time he's ever been on country airplay radio. And Zach Bryan defended his boy and tweeted out, First ever is bleeping insane. He's one of the best songwriters to do it. Imagine, this is all a tweet. Imagine being radio, whoever the heck that is, and hearing Shaking the Forest, but saying, no, let's go with the Applebee's song. <laughs> so he's kind, oh. he's kind of throwing shade at Walker Hayes saying, you know, we're making incredible deep, deep music and you got the Applebee's song taken number one instead. If you don't know uh, what song he's referring to, the Tyler Childers song Shake the Forest is here. Also, I guess it's Shake the Forest, it's Shake the Frost, but that's beside the point. So that's what's going on right now. He did jump back and kind of defend and say, you know, I didn't mean to uh, insult anyone. He does have a good relationship with Walker Hayes, but he's just saying this artist is not getting enough credit that he deserves. And truthfully, I agree with him. I agree, too. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane Brown celebrating the fact that he now will have another boy in the family. He's got two baby girls. They just announced that their uh, new baby on the way is a boy. So there's going to be another uh, an- another brown boy in the family. Yeah. Very good news for him. Chris Young has a- an album coming up on March 22nd. He just released a sneak peek to a new song on it. It's called Right Now. Let's hear it. Yeah, Chris Young's absolutely having a moment. I'm telling you, he's one of the best singers in Nashville. Yeah. Like, he's just got this incredible voice. Young Love and Saturday Nights I have on repeat. I'm wondering when that song, I'm going to get sick of it. I, it's not anytime soon. <laughs> so, interesting news with the New England Patriots. Okay. This isn't really news with the Pats, but it's news that might affect the Pats. Mike Vrabel, the coach of the Tennessee Titans, who was with the Pats for three Super Bowls for seven years... He just got fired as the head coach from the Titans. Interesting. And we know that Bill Belichick may or may not be with the Patriots next year. So there's a lot of speculation going around mm. saying, hey, v- Vrabel was with the Pats for seven years and got a Super Bowl, three Super Bowls. Let's bring him back as a head coach. Why did he get fired by the Titans? Do well, you know? 
they I, weren't winning. I don't exactly know. What I do know is that his, it was kind of a, an up and down. Like his first 24 games, the Titans lost 18 of their first 24. But they, he also led them to two division titles, three playoff appearances, and an AFC championship. So yeah. he didn't necessarily have a bad tenure as a coach, but I guess they're just looking for more. Hmm. We'll see what happens with the Pats. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. So you went out on a date and it felt really right. Should have locked that thing down. Now they're nowhere inside. Was it what you said? You were left on red. It's not fair. It just ain't right. Yeah, you want a second date. Kira and Logan are here to help you. That's right. It's time for second date update on 97.5 WOKQ. We welcome in Dawson. Good morning. All right. Good morning, guys. Hey, Dawson. What a cool name, by the way. Mm. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. So we got your submission on the 97.5 WOKQ app uh, about your date with Kelly. What's going on? Can you back it up for us? Tell us how you met her, how you went on the date, and what's going on now? Yeah, for sure. So I met Kelly a few weeks ago in Manchester. I was at this dive bar for my jobs Christmas party. It, it was pretty casual, not like a big fancy deal. Uh, we have a pretty big company, so there's a lot of people kind of coming in and out of different departments. And that's when I met Kelly for the first time. Uh, she works in HR, so I've never really crossed paths or anything like that before. But we definitely hit it off. Uh, we ended up leaving that spot and going to a, a, another place, grabbing our own drinks and talking. We exchanged numbers. Uh, we talked over the phone and text for about two weeks, I guess. And she asked me what I was doing for New Year's Eve, and I didn't have any plans. So me and my buddy ended up meeting her and her friends out at a big New Year's Eve bash, and it was awesome, to be honest. I mean, we had a great time. We were dancing all night. We kissed at midnight, so that's good. Um, nice. She didn't she didn't ask me to stay over or anything like that, which I thought was a little weird, but I, to be honest, I, I felt like she liked me a lot. She was just trying to be, you know, a good girl, so no biggie there or anything like that. Um, but yeah, since then, full ghost, no contact at all. I haven't heard from her. I, I called her and texted her a couple times and nothing. That's a big 180 to get invited to, to a holiday. Like New Year's Eve is a holiday. Yeah, that's that's an event that you want to spend somebody that you kind of like with, you know? I agree. And she was having a good time that night. It's not like at the end of the night she started, you know, pushing me off or anything like that. Like It seemed like the whole night we were having a good time together. Wait, you said she works in HR, right? Yeah. Maybe Is there a rule about dating within the company that she knows of, maybe? Mm. I just thought of that. I did, I did not think about that at all. That could be a legit reason why she hasn't contacted me back. I mean, she's in HR, so she would know that rule. But. Yeah, that just came to me. I don't know. That'd be a pretty interesting... There's nothing really you could do because she works in HR. <laughs> but, Dawson, we'll stop speculating then. What's going to happen is we're going to call Kelly. You're going to give us her number. And uh, we're going to see if we can set you two up on a second date that we, the radio station, pay for. Sound good? That sounds great. All right, man. We are hoping for you. Hopefully it's love here on Second Date Update on 97.5 WOK. All right. We did it. Big shout out to Ginny. She really made this happen. We have Kelly on the line. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. So, first of all, thanks for coming on Second Date Update. I know you were a little hesitant. Thanks for joining us this morning. It's okay. So, what's going on with Dawson? We heard about a date, and you guys worked together, and you went to a big old New Year's Eve party. What What's happening now? How come you can't get a text back? <laughs> huh. You know, I, I thought everything was going very well, you know. Um, it's, it's been a little it's, it's nice when you meet somebody that you, you work with and you get along with you're from the same town you know every, everything looked great you know 
And we had a great time on New Year's Eve. I mean, like, it was great. And we even had an amazing New Year's, you know, right as the ball drop, had a, had a really make, amazing kiss. But that's where all the amazing ended. Because, like... Oh, no, is he a bad next, kisser? No, no, the kiss was great. Uh, it's just the second he stopped kissing me, he turned around and kissed my friend Kathy and a couple of other people. And it just kind of, like... It's not special. <laughs> you know, like, hold on. Hold on. Judy and I are smiling at each other. He's kissing other people in front of you? Yes. Why? Like, Wait, why? Room. Why would he do that? I, I, that's my point exactly. That's my point exactly. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's New Year's Eve, though. I mean, okay, I forgot. Drops, I know, forgot. If it's New Year's Eve, I mean, you kind of go around the room, don't you? I. But it was a date. Yeah, I know. That it was like a no, second date. No, 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 no. Okay, I could see that. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe if you're single, you know. But like, we came into this party together. Yeah, that's a and, very good point. And you're not just, and you're gonna kiss me and any other girl in the room. Come on now. Oh man, this is so. so yeah. I'm so split. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. We got to bring Dawson in. Yes. Oh, I guess we should tell you this, Kelly. Uh, Dawson's on the other line, so he heard everything that you had to say. So don't feel ashamed. I think what you're saying is valid. Although Ginny and I are like looking at each other, kind of shrugging, going, "Who's right? Who's wrong?" We're gonna bring Dawson in, okay, Kelly? I guess. Dawson? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. First off, it, it was New Year's Eve. Have you ever seen Times Square on New Year's Eve? Everybody's kissing everybody. Uh, fireworks are going off. Champagne's popping. It's a time for celebration. I mean, you're making it sound like I made out with everybody at no, the bar. No, 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 no. I didn't make out with that's everybody. That's not how no, it. That's not what happened. It was little. No. It was a little kid. Okay. That's not how it works. If you go on a date with somebody for New Year's Eve, or you're into somebody, and you know what I'm saying, and you're you're going around kissing everybody else too, how am I supposed to feel about that? Wait, I have a question, Dawson. Not that it matters. It doesn't sound like it matters to Kelly. But what were the other kisses, and how many people did you kiss? I mean, are you making out with everyone? Like, what's the deal here? First off, I was a little tipsy, okay? So let's throw that in the mix, okay? Just like everybody else in the place. Secondly, <laughs> they were little pecks. I wasn't making out with everybody. I had a sincere kiss with Kelly, an elongated, sincere kiss with Kelly. And then after that, I went around the room and pecked a few people. I, I don't know if you remember this, Kelly, but I definitely kissed my friend Jim on the mouth like I've done before, <laughs> and that's so that did you. You said people before. I kissed a couple guys. I'm not, it was, it was, okay, okay. About well, maybe of maybe if it was maybe if it was like all guys that you kissed, I wouldn't have been so upset. But one of them was my friend Kathy. Like that 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 kind of like come on. Well, I mean, in his defense, he kissed your fr friend Kathy, but he kissed his friend Jim too. <laughs> quality, quality, equality. He says. Oh, man. All right, let's throw in the towel. You guys are funny, and, and I'll be honest. I, For the first time, I think on Second Date Update ever, I can see both sides very, very well. Uh, it is it is that part of the uh, segment, though, where we do offer a second date uh, that we, the radio station, pay for. We're offering that to you, Kelly. Do you want to go out with Dawson again on our dime? I don't want to kiss anybody Kelly kiss. I mean, that uh, Kathy kiss. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to kiss anybody. That's a good point. You start yeah. dating, and you're like, ah, oh, my friend kissed him, too. Hmm. Exactly. You definitely work in HR. 
You definitely are perfect for HR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, best of luck finding love out there. Yeah, take care. Yeah, okay. Bye. House 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Jenny. Kira will be back within uh, the next few weeks, actually. Hopefully, the, you know, by early February. So still on maternity leave, still taking care of baby Gwen. We posting pictures uh as she lets us. Yes. Yes. But for now, Jeannie and I will hold it yes. down. Yes. So, and go ahead. All right. So we just heard Dawson and Kelly's story on Second Date Update. And probably like you in the car, the tribe is very split on if Kelly was overreacting or if Dawson was a jerk. The tribe needed to come in here and share their opinions. So in Second Date Update, it was between Dawson and Kelly. And they were meeting up on New Year's Eve for like a second date kind of thing. And at midnight, Dawson kissed Kelly. Midnight kiss. But then he turned and kissed other people at the bar. Including Kelly's best friend. Also including his best friend. (laughs) So he was kissing both guys and girls going around doing like the midnight kiss thing. Is that acceptable? It was New Year's Eve. It's all groovy or not acceptable. You shouldn't be kissing other people under any circumstance. Okay. Well, I think that would be what kind of kisses? So he said that he gave Kelly a passionate kiss at midnight and then walked around doing a peck to the others. So what do you think, Italian Stallion Cheryl? That's totally acceptable. Cheryl says completely fine. Uh, Reasoning, Cheryl? Well, he kissed her passionately. Mean That has meaning to it. And then the rest of the people just to be social and say Happy New Year. I did the exact same thing at my house on New Year's Eve. Okay. My husband gets the kiss, and then everybody else gets a hug and a peck. Okay. Meg and Lydia are both shaking their head like, hell no. Well, no, I'm thinking I agree with Cheryl, except what is the the context of the relationship prior? Are they, like, just casually hanging out? or Second date. Second date. They just started. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I can I can see it going either way because I also feel like if you're just getting to know, like if I am like with my partner, I've been with them for a while, and I like I can tell what's you know what's a joke and what's for the plot versus what is something more serious. I wouldn't really be offended, but if I'm just getting to know a guy and he's doing that, I'm gonna be like, are you a player? What's your deal? You know, it's it's gonna depend on the the context. You know, like Cheryl over here. You know, like it, how would you feel if Paul Healy did it? You wouldn't care. I think the whole purpose of New Year's Eve is the whole festivity behind it. I mean, I get the... Okay, I mean, I always make a point. The first person that I kiss is Paul. And then you think the pecs are harmless. Completely, because he's doing the same thing. And we have all of our friends. And I think if even if he was just my boyfriend for 15 minutes... I would understand that because, okay. well, again, you're talking to an Italian. We, <laughs> Will you kiss anything we that please? everybody. I know. I, mean, I kiss, kiss people. My friends go crazy because when I see them or I go to a party, I kiss everybody on the way in. And everybody and twice on the way, on the way out. way out. Three times on the way out. Yeah. Lydia, I mean, you're wildly against this. Yes. Pop, really? pop on in. Oh, I'm sorry, Lydia. You don't have to be sorry. It's your opinion, Cheryl. <laughs> no, 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 no one has to be sorry. I just simply, you don't kiss the friend. That's what got me on it. Like, if my, if I was dating someone and I was on a, like, was with my friends, I was introducing them to all my friends. I think that context also matters, too, if he knew the friends prior, if they had, like, met on a dating app or something. Introducing to my friends and you kiss one of them in front of me? Yes, I got the first kiss, but like, and also if he kisses his his guy friends, I don't really care, but like, I'm a very jealous human being, so having a man kiss my friend would set me off. Oh, Cheryl, you want more? (laughs) Cheryl's coming back in. What's up? Did he kiss the friend with the same passion that he kissed her? No, he's saying he didn't. 
Lydia? Doesn't matter. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, Lydia. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay, I guess I we, we have to uh, agree to disagree. Ladies, ladies. There you have it. The tribe has spoken. We're going to keep talking about that in the 8 o'clock hour. So if you did heard... If you did listen to Second Date Update, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about at the 8 o'clock hour. We want to okay. know who's right. Is Kelly overreacting or was Dawson a jerk for doing that? That takes place at 8. Right now, it's time to play Can't Beat Ginny. Up for grabs, we have a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. 603-749-0975. 603-749-0975. Hard questions today, but big prize. Ginny's looking at me oh like my she God, hates me. Really? Okay. You'll be fine, Jin. Come on, let's play Can't Beat Ginny. Takes place in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOKQ. Call Think you've got what it takes? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. It's time to play Can't Beat Kira on 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning, Steve. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. Have you ever played Can't Beat Kira? I have not. All right. It's the first time. I can tell you're a long-time listener, though. We appreciate you. How we started, you kicked Ginny out of here. Hi, Steve. We didn't even say hello yet, but you have to kick me out now. Uh, no, I can't kick anybody out. Yeah, I don't know what the question is. <laughs> well, kick oh. me out so I don't hear the question. This is fun. This is going to be a fun one. <laughs> Steve, this is when you say, Ginny, get out of here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You got to say that. Okay, okay, okay. She has to get out of there. <laughs> All right. I'll take that as the I'm out. You're out. Okay. All right, Steve. So Ginny's leaving the studio. I have three questions for you. Question number one, Steve. It's George Foreman's birthday. He was a famous boxer turned entrepreneur with this being a household name for this kitchen item. What is it? The George Foreman blank. The grill. The grill. George Foreman grill. All right. Question number two. Another birthday. This British rock and pop singer has hits like Do You Think I'm Sexy, Maggie May, Baby Jane, Downtown Train, and my favorite song by him, Forever Young. Who's the artist? Forever Young. Who's the artist? Forever Young. I'm not good at that. Any, no guess at all? Uh, Forever Young. Okay. <laughs> question number question number three. Today would have also been Jim Croce's birthday. He's not necessarily country, uh, but I love him, and he's got a little bit of folky country and bluegrass in him. So fill in the lyrics to this song. He's bad. Bad Leroy Brown. The baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. Meaner than a blank. Junkyard dog. Damn. Damn, Steve. How did that feel? Good. All right, Ginny's back, so don't give... Hold on, hold on. Don't give away your answers. (laughs) Hold on. Hi, Steve. I'm back, so you can't say anything. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Steve's fun. fun. Oh, Steve's a fun one, Ginny. (laughs) Okay, Steve. Let let this be the lesson, you listening. If it's your first time calling, don't worry. We'll guide you through it. (laughs) Ginny, question one. Okay. Today is George Foreman's birthday. He was a famous boxer turned entrepreneur with his name being a household name for this kitchen item. Yeah, the George Foreman grill. Is correct. Steve got that right also. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have one, Steve? I got that one. Yeah. I got that one. Yeah. One to one. Question two. Another birthday. This British rock and pop singer has hits like Do You Think I'm Sexy, Maggie Mae, Baby Jane, Downtown Train, and my personal favorite, Forever Young. Rod Stewart. Is correct. (laughs) Steve could not get a guess out there. I think he just said forever young again. (laughs) So two Ginny, one Steve. Question three. 
Today would have been Jim Croce's birthday. Mm. One of my favorite old time artists. Shout out to my mom for introducing me to him. Film the lyrics. Because he's bad. Bad. Leroy, Leroy Brown. Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than old King Kong. King Kong. Meaner than A blank. junkyard dog. A junkyard <laughs> dog. Ginny, Steve got that right also. Yeah, Steve, all right. So we do have a final score of three Ginny, two Steve. Uh, Steve, we're going to need the phrase of shame, which means you say your name, the town you're from, and then you say, I can't beat Ginny. Okay. Go ahead. Steve, 10 o'clock. And? Uh, age? No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're so damn funny. No, you just got to say, I can't beat Ginny. Steve, well, that's okay. You're about to get more distracted because we think you're so damn funny, man. We want to give you the tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. Anyway. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So nonchalant, Steve. You're awesome. Thanks for playing. Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Stay on hold for us. We'll take down your information. Okay. Okay. For the side of Ginny, 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning. We are we are talking this morning about our second date update story. It yeah. Was, it was a, something a little different. And actually, I could see both sides of the fence there. Yeah. And a lot of people chimed in, called us, and messaged us. I had friends and family reach out because there seems to be a pretty big divide. If you missed it, I'll recap it really quick. Dawson and Kelly work together. They went out on like an official second type date um, on New Year's Eve. They didn't go together. They met up at a barn match and boom, clock strikes midnight. Dawson grabs Kelly and gives her a passionate romantic kiss. After that, he turns to her friend and gives her friend a peck, gives his best friend. I think he said his name was Jim. I think mm-hmm. he said uh, gave his buddy a peck and then proceeds to kiss probably six other people in the bar. Now, here's the division. Kelly was like, that is outrageous. You can't be kissing people in front of me. We're done. You're never going to see me again. Dawson, on the other hand, was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is New Year's Eve. This is what happens when the the bell draw or the ball drops. This is just a tradition. So people are split whether Kelly overreacted by not giving him a second chance. And some people think that Dawson was being a jerk because he was technically on a date with Kelly and he kissed other people, including her friend, right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Does it being New Year's Eve justify these actions or were these actions horrific? That's what we want to know. 603-749-0975. We're doing a second date update recap. Tell us who was right, who was wrong, who's the jerk, who's overreacting. 603-749-0975. And we are going to bribe you. Yes. Ginny, what are we using to bribe? We are going to give away a pair of Hank Williams Jr. tickets at the Xfinity Center on June 8th. Uh, we will give those away to somebody who gives us a call right now. Now, I know you love Second Date Update. I know you love commenting on it because you always tell us everywhere, yeah. every time we go out. Right. So uh, give us your opinion now. 603-7... For the Wild Things Are, 97.5 WOKQ. Kieran Logan, in the morning, with the side of Ginny. We're having a second date update reaction time. So we want to know, on second date update, who was at fault? Now, Kelly, there's two sides. Kelly either overreacted or Dawson shouldn't have done what he did. And if you are just getting here and just catching up, basically they went on, on a second date on New Year's Eve. They met up. Dawson kissed Kelly at midnight, a passionate kiss maybe there was tongue maybe there wasn't we don't know however after that passionate midnight kiss he turned and then kissed kelly's friend he kissed his boy jim he kissed like six other girls at the bar but those were pecs so 
Kelly said, I'm never seeing you again. You shouldn't have kissed other people in front of me. Dawson said, whoa, 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 back this up. You need to relax. It was New Year's Eve. This is what you do. Who's right? Who's wrong? 603-749-0975. WOKQ, who's this? Logan, it's Ryan. How are you? My man, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Listen, I had to call in because of that question about the uh, second date. Yeah, what do you think? Well, up until Monday, I would have thought it was uh, it was a big deal, but apparently just a little peck that doesn't have any feeling doesn't mean anything. <laughs> You're referring to our other conversation. <laughs> so is this true, though? You think that the pecks are harmless, or do you think he was a jerk for doing what he did? I genuinely think that the pecks are harmless. I peck my friends. I peck uh, my, my parents. I mean, it, 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 it was harmless. It really is. Especially in New England. I mean, everybody kisses everybody on the cheek in New England. Yeah. I, I mean, the issue here is that it wasn't on the cheek. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was just a... Was it a full-on or was it a side-lifting? Side I mean, Jenny mentioned that the the other day. Yeah, he said it was just a peck. It was definitely on the lips to the other people, but it was it was a peck. But you're saying it was harmless, it's New Year's Eve, it's all groovy. Absolutely. Okay, that's one for all groovy. Okay. One for over or overreacting Kelly. That's that we're gonna keep score. Ryan, thanks for the comment. Let's put you on hold and take down your number. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, sir. Good morning. Double OKQ, who's this? This is Rhoda. Okay, Rhoda. So was Kelly overreacting on second date update or was Dawson a jerk for doing what he did? Oh, no, I think she overreacted. Uh, it's not like he made out with her best friend. He just gave her a pet. And he gave his, his best friend a pet. It's kind of just showing his friendliness. And it's New Year's Eve. He can go around and give everybody a pet. Yeah. So, I, come on. Oh, listen to you. So opinionated. I do like the fact that he kissed his boy, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that that really does make it better for me. No. I think so. Okay. All right, that's two for Kelly's overreacting. Rhoda, thanks so much for the... KQ, we are continuing the conversation about second date update and what happened this morning between Kelly and Dawson. New Year's Eve, he gives everyone in the place a a pack. After he does a passionate kiss with her, she is jealous. And she's mad and won't go on another date with him. What do you think? WOKQ, who's this? This is Sarah. So was Kelly overreacting on second date update or was Dawson a jerk for kissing other people? I think for sure she's overreacting. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not like he went out and made out with everybody. Now, are you in a relationship? I said it was a pack on the... I am, yeah. Okay, and how long have you been together, if you don't mind me asking? Um, a couple years. Okay, so how would you feel if your partner kissed your best friend and six other girls in front of you? I mean, I guess if it was New Year's Eve or New Year's and it was a peck on the cheek, you know, it is what it is. I think it's all in how you do things, too. Yeah. Fair I mean, enough. If you're, the, if you're the creep of the night, then that's a different story. Right. <laughs> very. That's very true. So you wouldn't have an uncomfortable conversation the next morning with him? So. Your men? No. We don't need more no, probably not. I mean, I trust my husband, so. I like it. If he's doing it in front of me. This yeah. is good. This is a healthy relationship. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, right on. Thanks so much for the opinion. WOKQ, who's this? This is Eric. All right, Eric. So in second date update, was Kelly overreacting or was Dawson a jerk for doing what he did? Dawson was a jerk for doing what he did. Dawson oh. was a jerk. This is the first one. So Absolutely. tell me why. We're not, in, yeah, we're, not, we're not in church. This isn't um, peace be with you and also with you. This is they're on a date. They're, they're having a great time. It's New Year's Eve. One of the best, one of the best nights of, you know, for a young person. Um, expectations are there. If she turned around and she started kissing eight other people, which I think you said six people and two other before that, he'd be pretty upset that she was just kissing eight other people. 
Right? Yeah. It's not, you know, and he said he had a few sodas in him. So, um, you know, he was, uh, you know, had, had, which is fine. But uh, no, we're, it's uh, it's something that I would have walked away from. I wouldn't have been with that girl. I would have turned away and left. Okay. By the way, is this Eric Bizanson? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Have a great day. See ya, Eric. Eric's one of my not-so-uncle uncles oh, in my okay. life. I got like a hundred of them. Eric's one of them. Love you, Eric. Thanks for calling. <laughs> All right, let's go to someone else. WOKQ, who's this? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, who was wrong here? She got the first kiss at midnight. That makes her special. Plus, she got a longer kiss. So, I kiss everybody at midnight. It's New Year's Eve. And if she's that jealous, maybe he dodged a bullet. Yeah, that is so well said, well spoken. The only reason that I'm questioning it is because it was so early. At this point in my relationship with my wife, we're married, we're, you know, we, we trust each other. I think I could go around kissing the room and she would be fine. However, I'm wondering if it's because it was the second date. Yeah, but, you know, if they do start dating and he wants to go out with his buddies, this is going to be in the back of her head and she's going to be like, oh, well, who are you going to be kissing tonight? Yeah, it's toxic. Mm-hmm. She's a jealous person. Yeah, so. seems seems that way. I think she's in the wrong. She got the great kiss. That's true. She should be appreciative. Exactly. Did she kiss anybody else? No, definitely not. We wouldn't be having this conversation if she did. Well, it's a good opinion. We appreciate you chiming in. Absolutely. All right, let's put you on hold and take down your number, okay? Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks. Hold on. Thank you. WOKQ, Thank who's this? Cam. Who's at fault here, Kelly or Dawson? Kelly, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. So, uh, so I was listening yesterday, and he did say, listen, I kissed you first with a passionate kiss and a meaningful kiss. And then he turned around to his one of his best friends, male, pecked him, pecked the, the friend, pecked everybody else. And it's kind of funny how this topic came up. The day before, you and Jenny were debating about is a first kiss been the bottle kiss count as a kiss. Right. And, you know, I agree with you yesterday. A kiss is a kiss. Let's touch. It is what it is, right? But I don't remember my first been the bottle kiss. So a peck is nothing in, in reality today, right? Like, if you peck your mom, you peck your kids, you peck everybody. But... When you kiss somebody with meaningful, you remember that. I remember my first kiss only because of my feelings were involved. I don't remember my first, you know, peck. Yeah. That's so well said. Good point. So well said. I'll go around kissing everybody on the lips. I don't care. I'll give a smooch to everyone. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Hey, we want to give you the Hank Williams Jr. tickets. Oh, really? Yeah, we really do. All right, man. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning on 97.5 WOKQ. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hookstead, New Hampshire. So, big news for Boston Calling fans. If you haven't been, this is like a three-day music festival. They get artists from all types of genres. It's a really cool event that takes place in Massachusetts. This year's headliner is going to be Ed Sheeran. Jeannie and I were just talking about about this uh, offline. If you haven't seen Ed Sheeran live, it will blow your mind. His ability to entertain a crowd, but also play every instrument that his song requires and loop it in together. He's amazing. Wow. Other people at Boston Calling this year is going to be The Killers, Megan Thee Stallion, Hosier, and Tyler Childers. Let's talk about him. Because there's a little bit of drama going on Mm -hmm. because Zach Bryan... All right, let's back this up. Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers, I think, are really similar. They both have bluegrassy, raw, folky country music. 
They have an enormous fan base, but they don't get played on country radio often. Now, Tyler Childers. We're playing both of those songs, by the way. Say again? We're playing both of those artists. We, we are. Okay. We are. I'm, ju- I'm just saying ac- right. across other country stations yeah. on country airplay. So, for example, Tyler Childers' song, In Your Love, is finally getting traction on country radio airplay for the first time. So it's the first time he's ever been on country airplay radio. And Zach Bryan defended his boy and tweeted out, First ever is bleeping insane. He's one of the best songwriters to do it. Imagine, this is all a tweet. Imagine being radio, whoever the heck that is, and hearing Shaking the Forest, but saying, no, let's go with the Applebee's song. <laughs> so he's kind, oh. he's kind of throwing shade at Walker Hayes saying, you know, we're making incredible deep deep music and you got the Applebee's song taking number one instead. If you don't know uh, what song he's referring to, the Tyler Childers song Shake the Forest is here. I wouldn't act so angry all the time I wouldn't keep it all inside and I'd let you know how much I loved you every day mm. uh, Also, I think I said Shake the Forest, it's Shake the Frost, but that's beside the point. So... That's what's going on right now. He did jump back and kind of defend and say, you know, I didn't mean to uh, insult anyone. He does have a good relationship with Walker Hayes, but he's just saying this artist is not getting enough credit that he deserves. And truthfully, I agree with him. I agree, too. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane Brown celebrating the fact that he now will have another boy in the family. Yay. He's got two baby girls. They just announced that their uh, new baby on the way is a boy. So there's going to be another uh Another brown boy in the family. Yeah. Very good news for him. Chris Young has a, an album coming up on March 22nd. He just released a sneak peek to a new song on it. It's called Right Now. Let's hear it. Yeah, Chris Young's absolutely having a moment. I'm telling you, he's one of the best singers in Nashville. Yeah. Like, he's just got this incredible voice. Young Love and Saturday Nights I have on repeat. I'm wondering when that song, I'm going to get sick of it. I, it's not anytime soon. <laughs> so, interesting news with the New England Patriots. Okay. This isn't really news with the Pats, but it's news that might affect the Pats. Mike Vrabel, the coach of the Tennessee Titans, who was with the Pats for three Super Bowls for seven years... He just got fired as the head coach from the Titans. Interesting. And we know that Bill Belichick may or may not be with the Patriots next year. So there's a lot of speculation going around mm. saying, hey, v- Vrabel was with the Pats for seven years and got a Super Bowl, three Super Bowls. Let's bring him back as a head coach. Why did he get fired by the Titans? Well, I, I, don't, I don't exactly know. What I do know is that his, it was kind of a, an up and down, like his first 24 games, the Titans lost 18 of their first 24. But he also led them to two division titles, three playoff appearances, and an AFC championship. So he didn't necessarily have a bad tenure as a coach, but I guess they're just looking for more. Mm. We'll see what happens with the Pats. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. I'm not going to miss a beat with these stories because they're pretty good. All right. There's this letter that was mailed in 1943, 1943, recently delivered to the family of Lewis and Lavina 
George of Illinois. The letter was found at the DeKalb, DeKalb, is that how you say it? DeKalb Post Office. Yep. Sounds right. Um, and it was sent by his cousin to comfort the Georges after the lo- they, they lost their daughter. Whoa. So it was a sympathy letter okay. uh, to comfort them. It was finally delivered. Well, let's see, 43, 53, 63, 73, 83, 93. How many? 70 years I, I, later? You know what? You could have done this math in between the songs, Jenny. I could have, <laughs> but I didn't. That's a lot of years. So it was finally delivered, and uh, they only had two surviving children left, so it was delivered to them. The Post Service explained that generally old letters, they get re-entered into the system when they find them. Really? But, like... How does that work? Like, does the letter Where get Where has it slipped? been for 60 exactly. years? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But anyway, uh, kind of a cool story there. At least they got their letter. This is a local story. A truly dedicated community of Peloton enthusiasts known as the Wicked Smart Zone continued their tradition of January tipping servers in Massachusetts. Yep. This is not the same group that we talked about last week. It's a different tipping group. Totally different group. This is the Peloton people. All right, Peloton peeps, what do you do? So you do? they went uh, to the North Shore this time, and they enjoyed breakfast at Red's Kitchen and Tavern in Peabody. Okay. Yeah. And the group put together $7,200 oh they gave to it as a tip to two of the waitresses there. The servers were totally caught off guard, and... They kept saying, no, stop it. No, are you kidding? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But they did. Not the first time. It seems to be a tradition for this group every January. They go somewhere in Massachusetts and do something crazy like a huge tip. That's awesome. So kudos to them. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Jensen, 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Thanks for joining us this morning. We so appreciate you. And uh, it's time for compliments, take backs, and apologies. The part of the show where we uh, talk about things we liked, we didn't like, or uh, take backs from the last four hours of Kieran Logan in the morning. What you got today, Ginny? Well, I want mm. to compliment the folks from the Wicked Smart Zone. These are the Peloton riders that once a year go out and give like a $7,000 tip anonymously to, uh, you know, servers. And they did this recently in Peabody. At uh, Red's Diner, which, ironically, I like that place, but I don't like that place because, um, so we work in radio, and when you work in radio, yeah, you get fired sometimes. So uh, one time I was, I was the the first time I was uh, I was let go. You don't get fired. You, uh, you they don't renew your contracts. Uh, I went to Red's to have some lunch. I was like, well, might as well get something to eat. So you just have a bad taste with threads. I, I kind of do, but it, this turned it around. That's so cool. It's, it's good. It's I like good. It. So Wicked Smart Zone, congrats on another amazing year and keep up the good work. Yeah, it's great stuff. It's a $7,000 tip is just enormous amount. I'm giving my compliment today to Steve who played Can't Beat Kira. This guy, <laughs> I, I'm almost speechless because this guy was so funny. He had never played Can't Beat Kira. I don't even know if he's ever heard it because we had to walk him along how to how to kick Ginny out of the studio, which he didn't even want to do. He liked you so much. And then this was the end when he had to give the phrase of shame. Just listen to this. Okay. Go ahead. Steve, 10 o'clock. And? Uh, H. <laughs> Steve, you're so damn funny. No, you just got to say, I can't beat Ginny. Yeah, I can't beat Jimmy. I'm sorry. I get distracted. I'm driving. The guy was so funny. I mean, I was like, Steve, 
we need your name, where you're from, and then all you have to say is, I can't beat Ginny. So he does the first two, and then he's like, do you want my age? Do you- <laughs> no, Steve, we don't need your damn age. Steve, if you're listening, please call in like every day. You're so funny. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. You made our our morning, as you all do every single day. Let's do it again tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. All day long, don't forget, who loves you? We do.